You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Nerds Show. The voice of the urban geek, the multicultural maestros, where we speak about geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Quantum Leech, a baby Max. Chris Radnorock, Black Black Goliath, Yolo Baggins, Lando Californication, the ghost in the shelter here on the spaceship tonight. And as always, I'm joined by Tatiana King Jones, the green, green, green. Wow. wow. The Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Deuce Piccolo, Sean Jean, Luke Picard, Chance the Parappa, Aaron Yeagerbaum, Dora the Explorer, Milache, and Rita Aurora Chimaru. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. How you doing tonight? I'm amazing. Except for messing up my own name. I'm amazing. I mean, other than that, you know, other than that, but it happens, it happens. And, you know, before we go any further, as always, of course, sitting in the third chair, we have. (laughs) What up, everybody? It's Jeff J, a.k.a. Rum Punch Man. The king in the North North Face. LeVar Bourbon. Legion and Juice, <laughs> Jason Mimosa, The Wizard of Oscor, and Bradyac Five Racks. I love how Ben was late in his call and response, so it sounded like some some effed up. It's reverb. gonna be the wildest reverb. <laughs> it's it's He's the, like, oh shit, the North Face, the North Face, the North Face, North, North, North Face, North Face, North Face, <laughs> all over it. Clue, Cluminati. Oh. <laughs> William wow. M. Holler. Do remember? Yeah. We got real New York real quick up in here, folks. Just real. Though, AKA the king of the North, North, North. Up in here. He gonna take that throne burr, back burr, burr, too. Burr. too. <laughs> if you ain't riding on no alright anyway <laughs> anyway folks this I, I'm sorry y'all come back we're back yeah, we're this back, is we're back. not hot 97 <laughs> this is the for all nerd show <laughs> you know like I said before we talk about geek culture as you well know thank you to all the new listeners all our new subscribers shout out to that twitter hitting 10k follows thank you thank you energy energy oh it feels good it feels real good 10 solid Thank you. Thank you to everybody. You know, it's been a beautiful week. Everything is popping over in the For All Nerds universe. You need to get over to tpublic.com, search for the For All Nerds, and get you yes. the end game. I mean, before we even get to the to end goose, we got to talk about what inspired end goose. End game. Exactly. The final trailer. Was Is it really going to be the final? Yes, I feel that's like- it. I feel like every five minutes, another something else. It's the final. No, that's it. It's over. Okay. It's it's over. There's no more. No more. So the the final doom and gloom trailer approached. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was it was it was fire. Like, I know we've also been saying that we've been trying to avoid watching too many of these things. But this is for all nerds. and We can't avoid things. We got too many hot takes, too much hot shit to say. And yeah, that trailer came out. We had our our reactions to it um i'm just hype like i just want this to happen already i've i i haven't been this hype for a movie since phantom menace i said it on twitter um i feel like a little kid i just i can't understand how marvel has managed to pull this trick off like this is the greatest (laughs) trick i've ever seen because i'm a grown-ass man and i have not been as hyped for a movie 
as Endgame in a long time. And what makes me even more hype, more so to even Phantom Menace, is because I've seen these mugs pull it off already. I already saw them do Infinity War. I saw them do Winter Soldier. I saw them do uh, Civil War, all solid to great. You know, either solid or, you know, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Any any group that can pull off Guardians of the Galaxy and make it make sense, mm. I like you gotta gotta trust them going forward. So um, yeah, we saw the trailer. Um, it's, it's still kind of more of the same, but also you had additional glimpses of Captain Marvel. You had a little interaction between her and Thor. You've had some additional takes. Uh, you saw that new haircut that, um, Ro- uh, what's his name now? Ronan has? Ronan. Yeah, Ronan. Oh. Clint, Clint yeah. Barton Hawkeye. Clint. Yeah. AKA, you know, AKA Arrow. Uh- <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm sorry. I ain't going to disrespect you. Yeah. But um, yeah. And then, you know, we saw some things in there that kind of riled us up in a good way. Uh, we saw Clint. I don't know. This is before or after the snap. But you saw him teaching or, 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 or educating a young girl on how to use a bow and arrow. And we believe that's somebody very important. Kate Bishop. And uh, Yeah. And I think Marvel kind of confirmed that she was in it because they put a tweet in like a few like a few hours after about Kate Bishop, the character. So can you let people know who that is? I, I, I can let people know who that is, but I don't think that that's Kate Bishop in the trailer. Uh, Kate Bishop is a young woman who is who takes up the mantle of Hawkeye after Hawkeye gets killed in the comic book. She has no relation to him, though, and she doesn't know him from before that. And so, you know, Marvel does change things for the films, but I'd be disappointed if they made Kate, like Hawkeye's daughter into the new, into Kate Bishop, basically, because Kate's her own character. I was just trying to. Are they so? Are they just pulling a red hair? Yes. Like, why did they tweet about it? Yes. Why not? Oh, it's just smart to, just social. to fuck with us. Yes, it's smart gotcha. social. Yes. I see the buzz about Kate Bishop. Yeah, find out more about Kate, Kate Bishop. Bishop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me thinks that's good business sense. <laughs> there you true. go. Very there you true. go. And, and you know what else was good business sense was our remix of the trailer. The yo yo. yo. I've actually watched that far more times than I've... I don't even know the um, audio to the original trailer anymore other than Thor's little line at the end because I've seen the trailer with New Edition, Can You Stand the Rain, so many times now that I just, you know, that's all I know it as. Ben, first of all, when I woke up, that was the first trailer I saw. (laughs) I didn't even see the original. And in fact, I wasn't the only one. There were people who at us on Twitter saying, yo, this was the first actual trailer of Endgame that I, the new trailer that I saw. They didn't even realize that that wasn't the (laughs) main one. So, I mean, to your point, that's probably the most watched remix trailer that that you've created that I've ever like, like has pressed and play over and over and over again. Thank you. Um, I can't speak today, but yo, like I just felt so many feelings and emotions. Y'all, I mean, you had me so depressed, Ben, but I just kept playing it. I don't know what you did. I mean, it's just one of those things, you know, when you have like, I always tell people like when I'm sad, you know, most people when they're sad, they play sad songs, you know, because it makes you feel better in a way. Yeah. And so can you stand the rain? It's just one of them joints and it just worked so well with that trailer. And, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on our Twitter at for all nerds. Make sure you check out the whole thread. We ended the thread with the end goose artwork by Mr. Morris himself, the legend, which is basically took Goose and put him on all the heroes on the original Endgame poster. So now you can go to mm-hmm. tpublic.com for all nerds over there as well. Get you the Endgame artwork on anything. You can get it on tea, on a mug, on a phone case, on a pillow, on a damn pillow. The pillow is beautiful. <laughs> it's fire. fire. I'm not. First of all, hashtag end goose. End goose. And secondly, the pillow is really fire. Somebody already bought yes. one. Yes, yes, amazing. And uh, to everybody who's buying this, please shout out, send us some pictures, whatever, you know, video, you rocking it. Thank you so much for the love and support. Because, I mean, that's just, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't get over it. Because makes, that makes me cry laughing every time I look at that image. Yes. And and once again, salutes, love, and all of that to Mr. Morris. Like, he did that art. And he, he is also going to be compensated for this. So please support independent artists when you purchase your end goose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's been a very big week. I mean, there, there's a lot going on, you know? Like... I mean, I guess we should just get on into it, right? (laughs) I guess I mean, you know, know, the For All Nerds team, 
happen to see a little movie that comes out this weekend that some of y'all might be interested in called Us. You know, it's a small movie by this up-and-coming director some of you might have heard of, you know. Uh, I don't know, you know. It- Keegan Michael Peel. <laughs> <laughs> Keegan Michael Key, but Jordan Michael Peele. B. Jordan Peel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, shout out to Keegan, though. He doing, they canceled that joint, but I really liked that uh, Friends from College show that he was on, mm. on uh, Netflix. Oh. Yeah, he was killing that joint. Two seasons, those are both dope. Check it out if you got time. But yeah, uh, you know, his his partner. For, Jordan yeah, Peele. You know, he dropped a little movie. And we happen to see it. So, you know. Yeah. So the movie we're talking about is Us, obviously. Um, I feel like half of all of Black America has seen it already. Mm. I don't know how, but (laughs) it just felt like it. But um, we saw it. We all had more or less varying opinions about structure and tone. But overall, we were very, very entertained. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll let y'all talk first, you know, and then we can, you know, I mean, I don't know. We're definitely not going to say any spoilers, first of all. Let everybody know. You know, the movie drops this weekend. We know we're not going to spoil it for y'all, any of that, so don't worry about that. We're just going to talk about, you know, kind of how we felt, you know, and everything about the flip. You go, Jeff. On the spot. Okay. Well, I I enjoyed it. I think Jordan Peele is two for two in his movies. He, um... It was a solid flick. He delivered. I was, I'm not really the horror person. I don't know if I've ever really been a horror person. I enjoy them, but that's probably the first horror flick I've seen in a minute. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought the acting was, was real dope. I think everybody gave their all. Um, I appreciate the way the movie was shot. Mm-hmm. Because you had you you don't unfortunately you don't get to see a lot of people of darker skin tones mm. as a norm in movies and it's a it's an underrated aspect to have them to show the varying lights lighting and tones through the movies visually with people of that skin color and and be able to do it well where yes. it's not just one size fits all mm-hmm. and i thought that was something that was really remarkable to see and um i, I definitely think this is a y'all gonna argue movie um because y'all, oh, y'all gonna argue because i think a lot of people did make it out to be something it wasn't based on the trailer and some of y'all might be disappointed by that but um and that's through your own machinations but Overall, I thought, like I said, I thought it was solid. I I enjoyed it. Um, there were they. It had a lot of little things for me in terms of dialogue and and relatability to some of the characters yeah. that uh, I think a lot of people, especially black people, will enjoy. And um, and yeah, that that's that's my overall thoughts. Keeping mm-hmm. it very um, thirty thousand feet. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, for me, um, I, I, I'll use what you had mentioned about horror movies. I also am not a horror movie fan. I usually don't seek these out whatsoever. Not because of, of fear or anything like that. It's just because I usually think they're corny and they're not scary to me. The stuff that scares me is stuff that can actually potentially happen. So anything that with the cycles running around, you know, somebody with a mask, Jason and all that stuff, I, I don't find scary. That being said, this was so well done and actually had me entertained and looking, seeking for more things in this vein of horror. And that is a a feat that not a lot of people can do. And so Jordan has already won in that way because he's gonna definitely bring in people to the fold who may not have looked for a movie such as this. It's, I like the structure of the movie. It is completely different than what you're expecting. In fact, we always try to say, go in there without any expectations because if you do you 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 may either be disappointed or elated but you don't want to necessarily take that chance so just just go in there and see it and just see it for what it is just let it be uh again i'll share the same sentiments that it was beautifully shot i love 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 the fact that it's uh the entire family is a dark-skinned black family Mm. like that 
meant so, like from the trailers from from when everybody was announced that meant so much to me to see them at the forefront and centered and they are centered throughout the entirety of the film there is no bait and switch there's no there's no Aunt Viv shenanigans going on. Oh like, what, 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 at least when it comes to the, the, that, that main group, like what you see is what you get. And you do have some surprises in there that are incredibly entertaining. The thing that's also similar to what Jeff said about like, this is the movie that's going to make you argue. You're I had already said on Twitter, I'm going to be arguing about this movie with everybody all 2019, because there's so many different concepts and ideas and all sorts of just just i just generalizations that people are going to make about what happened are they sure the memes, that, that the memes right the memes the memes are coming <laughs> there's so much meaning and also non-meaning in the movie like when, jordan is perfect and in fact it, he's perfect for this and i'm realizing what his tactic is like he builds out these stories that make you think really deeply and start making you ask a lot of questions but when you hit him with the the con conspiracy ideas mm. he's all like it's not that deep fam mm. and it's just like you can't tell me it's not that deep so you're gonna sit here arguing with jordan long story short i really enjoyed it if i had to rate it i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten and I absolutely tell telling everybody you need to see it. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll piggyback on everything y'all said as well. I think that first off, the cinematography, the soundtrack, the directing, the acting, all the technical aspects pretty much of the film are really dope. I, I'm not the horror fan either. Um, I'm kind of like on the fence about it. I'm not like the super horror fan. Like when stuff gets horrific and gross, I really don't like what they call uh, torture porn, the Saw films and all that. That's not my bag at all. But I really enjoy things like Conjuring, It Follows are some of my favorites uh, recently at least. And then I'm an old school, all the Freddies, all the 80 joints, you know, howling on down, anything from the 80s. I mean, I, I even go back to trash like Puppet Masters and all that. So. I've definitely seen my fair share of horror, and I think Jordan is killing it for being a black man doing horror and what all that entails and still just making a dope film. And I think yeah. even as, you know, I would say, even I, you know, as Tatiana would say, even I, Ben Amin, you know, probably, you know, <laughs> probably had a few things. And you that know, is why I, DJ you know, Ben Amin, I mean, you know, and that is why I, DJ Ben I mean, say, you know, even I had a few things to say about it before I went in. Oh, you know what shit. I mean? Like, I didn't, I, I predicted certain things. I thought it was going to have all these messages and stuff. And that's something I'll say. It's more so to me, at least, a very straightforward, like, 80s, 90s type horror film, but featuring yeah. black people. And I think that's yeah. such a dope thing to do when you just take it as that. And I think one issue that you're going to run into is what I call like the Spike Lee effect, where it's like Spike Lee at the time was the main black director. So every black person in the world would be like, yo, can you do this? Can you put this in your movie? Yo, why you ain't talking about crack when you were talking about Brooklyn in 80? <laughs> no, this is facts. Like they, they, they right. hit him over the head about crack in 89 because he did do the right thing in 89 in Brooklyn right. and there was no crack in it. So then in his next film, Jungle Fever, which is a film about relationships, you know, a love story, he has this crack it. story because he's trying to appease everybody, you know? And I feel like Jordan is running that problem because people are going to be like, yo, you had a message and get out. So where's your message of this, man? You know, and it's like, <laughs> you know. Well, pe well people are going to argue with your message? it, but I don't. I heard you like the message and the message, so. I heard you had a message in your movie. <laughs> well, people are going to argue with about him, but he's not going to listen. Mm. And that, he's not, and, and like I said, that goes back to what I said about we, we're seeing all these ideas and opinions and, and, and conspiracies and then you tell him about it and he's like nah it's just a horror movie mm -hmm. and I mean just there, there are and I will say that there are horror tropes in the film yes. but it's well, well done. done and so you know take that what you will he doesn't care like I didn't expect even that and that was there so mm -hmm. again this is a good movie it's absolutely worth watching get your tickets if you haven't already and check yeah, it out yeah and it's like what we've been saying what you said it's so rare that a person any person can bring a horror film into the mainstream consciousness like this so this is that's already a feat that Jordan now has two in a row where he's like oh you know this is a horror film that everyone is gonna go see 
So yeah. and it's all and it's also a horror film that everyone's not gonna know what the hell just happened. And everyone is gonna be talking about I mean, we'll have so much more like next week when we can really talk about it with everyone. That's when we'll really be able to talk and discuss this movie. Cause there's a lot, even though like I say it's a really straightforward film, there's so much underground story to it too as well that will be dissected and broken apart so many different ways. So we'll yeah, talk more I on think, this next week for real. I like think there is a there's a lot of conversation conversation to mm-hmm. be had around yep. it yep. and there's something to be said about just delivering a good movie that's front to back a good movie mm-hmm. regardless of what you think is going to happen what actually happens yo it doesn't take away from the fact that yo it's a great movie yep. like you know yeah. there's there, when you cheat on a test you know the test is still good but you just have all the answers so when you cheat, it's like, oh, well, I guess it was good. It, it, you can still appreciate you can still appreciate what you've done. I think it's the same way with like movies that follow a formula. If you're going to follow a formula, you want to be able to create different elements within that formula so that you know, okay, this is how it's supposed to go. But um, and this is how it usually goes. But you twisted here, you twisted there. Yep. You, you innovated here. You made it different here. And I think that's the thing that um that Jordan does and the acting woo, the acting in this movie like incredible I, I wouldn't Lupita kills all the awards surprised I wouldn't be surprised hopefully you know it's the beginning of award season but yep. this is yes. gonna be something that's gonna have to be re- refreshed in people's minds I would not Please. be surprised unless every other actress including herself kills it crazier this year she has to be the front runner to get Oh my God! Yeah. No, it's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be some other shit because give Lupita her things. She did that. all her things. How she sits down in that damn chair. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, she really. I was sitting in the theater like, can I rewind that? Did she really just do that? <laughs> like, yo, yo, yo. All right, yeah. We're gonna take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more of the show. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com, and when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Kelly Robbins Hicks, executive producer of Random Acts of Blindness, and when I'm not making white people mad as hell, I'm listening to the For All Nerds show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. Hope you are enjoying this episode of the For All Nerds show. Make sure you are subscribed on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on any place you find finer podcasts. We are out there. Make sure you check for us. And, you know, if you have the time and the love, head over to patreon.com slash forallnerds where you can help the mission. You can become one of the few and mighty, one of the great ones themselves. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is contribute. We've got all kind of racks. We go from $1 <laughs> all the way up to five racks. Thank you. Thank you. There is a five rack option for our, you know, wealthy benefactors out there, <laughs> you know, who want to help out. But, you know, anyone from any level, you know, we got all kind of different giveaways. You can check exclusive content that you only get on Patreon.com, such as the video with Just Plays. Where we where we we got drinks and got drunk, we drunk them. <laughs> it's a full fifty minutes of not the award show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's basically the four all nerds hanging out in the studio with just Blaze. Yeah, getting just blazed, and so um, you know, 
<laughs> you should check that out. It is, I mean, that's that's the type of content that I don't think you can get pretty much anywhere else. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know if you're going to see that pretty much anywhere else. I mean, I call it good content. I don't know. Yeah, about. I'm about to go watch it right now myself. So, um, <laughs> you know, as soon as we're done with the show, that is. But before we get done with the show, we have one of my favorite segments, and this week it is Jam Pat. Thank you to everyone who sent in their questions for The Guac is Extra. The Geekwently Asked Questions. The Guac is Extra, where we answer any and all questions. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, your question is definitely going to get answered. And we got a few of them tonight. So what do we have up first? Up first comes from Scriberisms. They write, that amazing Patreon-exclusive content with the one and only Just Blaze got me thinking, what are y'all's favorite drinks? Could be a type of spirit, specific brand, or a particular cocktail. If you don't drink alcohol, share your favorite beverage in general. I like a nice gimlet made with Bombay Sapphire myself. Cheers, fan fam. You're a fine drinker, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an alcoholic. My go, my I used to be a Long Island iced tea person. Ooh, like straight up and down. <laughs> Drinks like, to you know. drink, got drunk. <laughs> you drunk them? Lush. Yeah. No, 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 I used to. That was some Howard days. I used to be straight up lush. But no, my 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 drink of choice now is very simple. It's a whiskey sour. Did you ever have the like the fifth uh, Long Island iced tea? Because my the the who you get a fifth already pre mix of Long Island iced tea, you know. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. No, I don't know. My tolerance is not where it used to be. I can't. No, that was my I get, Friday night. I get drunk over sips that was now. My Friday night at Howard, I go give me a twenty-two Heineken and a fifth of Long Island. Oh, it's turn up. It's turn up. Nah, 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 nah. For me, for me, it's pretty simple. Uh, like I said, whiskey, whiskey. sour. In any combination, it's pretty much me these days. But pretty much whiskey mm-hmm. on the rocks, and I'm good to go. That's you? Okay. Yeah, I enjoy a whiskey. I enjoy a bourbon. Mm-hmm. I dabble in margaritas. Um, Pina colada. Yeah, if you're nasty. Um, <laughs> Henny in spurts. Cause I, I, I prefer Doucet. Yeah, Doucet is good, too. Um, it doesn't hit you over the yeah, head. Yeah, like hard. H- Henny is like it's like fam. I'm not trying to fight. Like yeah, I just yeah. want to, I just want to relax, have a good time. I don't drink Henny in the summer. No, no, it's that's too asking hot. For it. It's too hot. Uh, you know, it's like it, you're you're asking for um, Travis Scott level slam dancing. Um, okay. But I think that I think really that's that's what I stick with for the most part. If it's a whiskey, if it's a um, a margarita, good a good tequila. Um, and red wine. I like red wine. Mm. I usually avoid wine because it makes me sleepy. Mm. Heard you. I like a good white yeah. with some fish when I'm cooking. Yeah, that'll that'll go down. So yeah, you know. But yeah, whiskey and wine, pretty much. And look at y'all fancy ass yeah. mm-hmm. And marijuana, you know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we knows, we knows that. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question comes from Amberlynn, aka. Mbaku, aka wow. Mira wow. Mira on the wall, wow. <laughs> aka Sucker Free Willy. Wow. They write, "Hey y'all, have y'all gotten your hands on Into the Spider Verse movie with the bonus features and watched the alternate universe version of the movie? If so, what are your thoughts? I really enjoyed seeing the regular scenes from the movie switched out with the alternate scenes, which were all animated sketches with various levels of details. It was almost like watching a completely different movie." Also, have you found any more Easter eggs? Apparently, there are 50-plus within the movie. Much love and blessings of abundance. Thank you, Amberlynn. So, I have not watched <laughs> I feel like, the bonus I feel, features I feel yet. I feel like, you know, right now, we're all, like, about to be like, inadequate for our nerds team right here. Like, yeah, we're definitely inadequate yeah, on that question. Yeah. No, well, I haven't. I, I, too, have failed this city. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, okay, ghost. <laughs> it's not ghost. It's it's a uh, arrow. Yeah, it's arrow. It's an arrow, oh, yeah. arrow line. Yep. Yeah. If, if it was ghost, I'd say I would turn. I'll, I'll handle this, Amberlynn. <laughs> and you would turn around and look out the window for about five minutes. Look out the window. I'll just download it tomorrow, Tasha. And adjust your tie. Tommy, are you fucking oh, stupid? You can't man. download it on our servers, man. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm not who, who, the fuck, who the fuck cares anyway, ghost? 
You get uh, one. You get one Apple TV, and now you the boss. Uh, the fuck, ghost. We promise. We, we'll, we'll promise. We're gonna answer this question by next week because yeah, no, um, none of us have seen the special version. I've seen Spider Verse on digital, but I have not seen the special version yet. I'm gonna have to cop that. Yeah. ASAP, I've been meaning to. That's just one of those things that I said I was to cop day one and I didn't, so I'm sleeping. Sorry, you know? Yeah. So so we'll put a pause on this, but we're going to come back to this, okay? We definitely will answer yep. it. The next question comes from King Wizard. Oh, they it. write, what's good for all nerds? <laughs> <laughs> no AKAs from me. Um, one, I'm not that good at them, and two, I'd rather not listen to the displeasure in y'all voices at my attempts, because I, Tatiana King, will not hide it. Um, my first question is for <laughs> DJ... <laughs> my first question is for DJ Ben Amin. Could you please tell us how you got on into the American Gods writer room? Magic. Okay, and for the... <laughs> wow. No. no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that, because Team Wizard is one of the Patreon subscribers, and people have been asking forever and i've alluded to it and made references and never i guess clearly answered how i that's on purpose i mean pretty much how because he can't because he literally like can't tell every single last detail. no definitely not i definitely cannot tell every single last detail um it was me and my partner mellow marketer make sure you follow him as well on twitter at mellow marketer and ask him these questions um but oh what can basically Basic. I can I can summarize you got an opportunity and I took advantage of it see but that doesn't really say anything you know that's that's really not just... okay okay what about the fact that what did you have what did you need in order to be accepted into the rising there was some document that you guys needed to create together that you a needed script. to like submit mo- like, exactly like people know to get into a writer's room and to get an agent in Hollywood and everything you need a good script and from there pretty much doors will open for you Oh man, I guess I should be more no. straightforward and, you know. Well, I mean, you can be you can be well, cuz there's certain things you're not supposed to say, but long story short, yes, you have this script available yep. and both that you both you and Melo worked mm-hmm. on and you got an opportunity where someone said, "Let me see your script and if it's good, we will have you in the room." Yes. And that's what happened. And that's what happened. Now, there's obviously more to it and everyone's story is a little different but the gist of things is as ben i mean said as a working writer in hollywood you have to constantly be working on your crafts meaning you have to have completed scripts not ideas not treatments completed scripts and and the, um yeah and i'll also add on to that and say i because even now after having the experience of working in a writer's room i'll even say that completed scripts aren't always enough I will say a, a mm. good, dope, completed script will open a lot of doors for you if you have that. But see, uh, it the problem is it's subjective. You know, what a dope script is can be subjective to certain people. But when you study script writing and read a lot of scripts, you're going to start seeing certain things that are in every, well, in the majority of scripts that people consider great. You know, that, that mm. like, if you think of a show that you love that a lot of people love, it usually has a great script or a great pilot. And so those type of things people should study. And if you are a writer out there trying to get on and you have a script or something, I always tell people, hit me up. You know, you can hit me up at DJ Ben. I mean, if you want to let me read something or whatever, I would be glad to do it at any time. And if you have something that's extremely fire, I promise you. I can put you into places where it will get you, you know, you'll be good to go. Right. Yeah. And at least to my last point about networking and, and I, if nothing else, this, this is a, one of these areas where it's all about who, you know, mm-hmm. um, and who knows yep. you, uh, because these are the people who are opening doors because as Ben, I mean, said, he had someone open the door for him. He did his work, but someone else had to, you know, at least crack the door mm-hmm. open so he could get his foot in. So you have to be within this space. I don't know if that means, Ben, you can answer if you have to be in L.A., no, but not at all. you have to be in the you spaces. You have to be in the spaces. And, I, and this is something that I've learned, and, I, I, and I, I had to learn, you know, and people who know me know how I am. You have to learn when to pick your battles and when to say certain things 
if you have an opinion about somebody else's work, you have to know when to not take that to social media and those type of places because people look at those things and people remember those things. Like if you're like, yo, your movie's fucking trash. Man, 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 I could do this 10 times better. That's somebody who actually created a movie. That's very difficult. You know, that is, I, I tell people all the time, any TV show, you, any film, you see any of that shit, if it's on screen, if it made it to your eyes, that is a lot of work. It's damn near impossible, you know, because so many strips are sitting by the side waiting to be made. So many movies get made, don't even get released sometimes, just, you know, by the how the game works. So, like, don't be out there just being a hater for no reason. That's what I would say. You know, be supportive, make connections, talk to people, you know, just engage with people, be respectful at all times and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And, and which people? Other writers? Oh, yeah, definitely. Other writers, producers, agents. I wouldn't even say agents as much right away. You know, I would say that the people you want to talk to, especially are other writers, you know, because those people know people who hire people. They know agents. They can get you connected, you know. And then um, something uh, Issa said, Issa Rae said, uh, uh, she was like, don't always look to the Issa Rays. Look to who's standing next to you right now who wants to be the next Issa Rae and work with them mm-hmm. right now. So when that Issa mm-hmm. Rae gets on, she'll be like, yo, this is my man who's, you know, if you're a director or whatever, you know, she's the writer and you're the director. And then now y'all draw the series together. You know, look right. at that. Don't look at people who are on, you know, the huge high levels. I mean, you want to connect with those people, you know, because those people can give you work too. But you also want to connect with everyone around you. Like, you know, I have my partner, Mella Marketer. You know, that's somebody I've known. I met my mans on Twitter like 12 years ago. You know, we became best friends. And from that, you know, things happen. Damn, Twitter's been around that yeah. long? Yeah. It's been like, it feels God, like damn. that. It was like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, there's a second half of this question um, for the group. Now that Disney has almost won Monopoly, which Marvel stories would you want to write for the MCU or see adapted? For me, I would want to see the Herald ordeal brought to the silver screen. Thank y'all for creating this space. Thank you for listening, Ken Wizard. I'm, I'm, and thank you for your support. I have no idea what that is. I guess that the Herald ordeal must be something with Galactus because it's got mm-hmm. Heralds in it. So I'm down with that, King Wizard. Anything, you know, I put the picture out there. Anything to deal with the real Galactus, I'm down for. I... I personally would most want to see, and Jeff, I think we talked about this before, and I, I finally accept. I think this is the only thing that could really, I think you're right, Jeff, this is the best way Marvel could do it, is to do Jonathan Hitman's run of Secret Wars and Avengers and Fantastic Four and the Illuminati and everything that entails and bring in the X-Men that way. And I think that would be the next the illest way to do it after, you know, having Endgame and Infinity War, because it's not much that can top that. Yeah, and I, I even think they they can make it so that, just thinking about it now, mm-hmm. the X-Men universe could be like the ultimate MCU. Yep, yeah, it could be its whole own universe, and it then could they be, could crash together right. later and, on. And they'll do yep. that. Um, for me, I would say, besides that, because I think that's, like, obvious at this point, Yeah, I think um, I'd love to see the whole Annihilation wave mm. come up in the negative zone and all of that for the cosmic Marvel. Um, and as far as stories that, that I would like want to see... That feels like that's got to happen, too. Yeah, at some yeah. point, they got to yeah. build towards that. Because yeah. I, think, I think what's going to happen in the next phases is similar to what happens in the comics after a major event. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes back to their own corners, their own books, and you might have book wide events. So maybe the cosmic MCU, they deal with annihilation people on the ground here. You deal with your own issues Mm -hmm. and then something brings everybody back together. But, um, I'd love to see annihilation. Um, I'd love to see if if the working arrangement still um, is going on with Spider-Man and Sony. I'd love to see them some um, adapt some form of Craven's Last Hunt, mm. um, and anything that was um, that came from. I know like this run in the MCU is heavily influenced on Ultimates um, from from uh, Ultimate Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that was uh, that was that was heavily influenced, but I think yep. right now I would say 
those two those two would be good i think one that would be ill um is eventually if they do a force with all the women they've already said that um i've heard i've i've even heard rumors that the black widow movie is gonna be like a stealth a force film where it's gonna feature a bunch of women you know, surrounding Black Widow, other heroes, other villains, etc. So not just no, Black yeah, Widow. No, yeah, it's like they're they're because I'm not watching. Yeah, that, and they know that, so they're naming it Black Widow because of the name recognition. But it's kind of like how they did um the Harley Quinn joint, where it was like Harley Quinn and da 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 da, and now it's like you know they're introducing all the women of the DC universe through that. So I right. think Marvel's not dumb, you know, and they know that when you know they know Scarlett Johansson ain't got the best name recognition right now, so. They're gonna have to do some things to spice that hit up, and I think that's what I've been hearing. So yeah, so that 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 would definitely be one that I'd love to see. There's so there's like so many ways, so many ways they can go, and we're not even talking about the Fantastic Four yet. No. So it's just, yo, there's so much, and then the X Men just opens up a world of possibilities of everything they yeah. could do that that Fox wasn't doing or wasn't willing to do. And you still got Deadpool lurking around, which is like mm-hmm. the biggest wild card of this whole thing. Right. So you think they're going to introduce sword? Yes. Okay. I would like to, I see mean, that. I would just love to see it. Uh, the commander of sword agent brand is one of my favorite characters. And she actually gets into a relationship with beast at one point. That's like one of my favorite relationships. So I would love to see that. And speaking of relationships, I know half of the world out there thinks that Storm and Black Panther now just has to happen. But I, I no, one, I don't like (laughs) as much as I love Storm and Forge. I don't even want to see that. I want to see a Storm solo film where she has no romantic relationship and it's just about Storm. There's not even any other X-Men in it. You know, you can do any story you want, but just like that. That's what I want to see from the MCU. And no, she's just the two black people now they're together. Well, that leads right into a question from Motion Carried, which asks, do you think that the relationship between Storm and Black Panther is often over-romanticized while ignoring the issues they've had as a couple? Like being retconned into a couple? I mean, that's that's an issue, Mm -hmm. you know, like, (laughs) but um, I've I've honestly never even read most of their stories where they were together. I know they started beefing and got divorced really quickly, it felt like, you know, so I don't like. I've never. I. I just. Damn, they did that Empire stuff. Yeah, like by the time I was, Damn. you know, hip to them, they were going through their issues. You know, it did not. It felt like it did not last that long. I just really feel like it's one of those things. It's yeah. like the two most popular black characters, and people are like, "Well, they got to be together." Yeah, I don't like the, when you guys say like that. Too, like you, I didn't read any uh, those stories mm-hmm. like that, but. I I just feel like it's just a cop out. Yeah. And at this point, I expect more from Marvel. Yep. So, um, especially because they have a bigger task at hand with essentially reintroducing a whole set of a whole world. So I, you know, I'd rather they not. They can leave that alone. They can leave it wherever they were gonna put it. They can leave it there. Um, I don't think it's needed. I've read those stories. They were cool, but it was literally a royal wedding, an arranged marriage Mm. between Storm and Black Panther just for, you know, clout. And I get it. You know, hey, put two of them together, two of our most powerful, let's let's make some stories out of it. But we don't need... The MCU does not necessitate a marriage between Storm and Black Panther. I, I we could do so much with Storm that don't have to be tied to a man. We could we could have her time in the Morlocks. Hell, she could be with the locks. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'll do anything else other than her and Black Panther. I mean and it'd be so corny, which you're gonna have like Storm show up and be beefing with uh Lupita now. Like, come on now. Like yeah, yeah. not if Storm sees us, boys. No, she's no. She, no, 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 no <laughs> she now, now, now that, that you are, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, she don't want that. Yeah. she don't want the problem. You listen, you, listen, you don't want that smoke whatsoever. <laughs> well, now that I'm thinking, I do kind of like, want a Storm yo, in the Locks movie. Yo, and, and I, I, I kind of want <laughs> Storm versus Lupita because that's like the Morlocks all over again, right there. Like Storm, Storm, <laughs> we got that fire, yo. <laughs> Yeah. Kaluminati. All right. Um, yo, we just need to 
I don't know. If I, listen, well, first of all, we have a lot of questions regarding the MCU and X-Men and all that. And I just want to say that's because by the time you guys hear this, Marvel, excuse me, Disney will officially own all the stuff that matters when it comes to Fox in terms of the Disney Fox acquisition. Um, so a lot of the questions, I, I mean, thank you, Childress J. Thank you. Uh, who else? Thank you. Why Boodoo? Why? Um, I like this one from C Love eighty five right here though. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for basically they were asking you know what it, how do they think the MCU should introduce the X Men and Fantastic Four? We'll talk about that. But also C Love eighty five asks, not asking a Marvel question. I promise. <laughs> That's crazy. How like do you, you all knew, or they knew already? Right. <laughs> how do y'all feel about Doom Patrol? Personally, I think it's amazing. Lord have mercy. Um. Yeah, I, I co-signed that one. <gasps> Did Doom Patrol have these people like being infinity faded yes, in a different way? Yes. I saw that the other day. I'm like, what's going on? Doom Patrol so far has been, it, it's like Legion, but having fun. You know, Legion was like super weird, but for me, after a while, way too serious and way too dark with the, you know, it's super weirdness and also just weird for weird. Doom Patrol is more like being weird because fuck it. You know, why not? And it's like, it's so weird. And this, it throws back to these, Grant, Grant Morrison did a run on Doom Patrol where he just went, like, I was reading it as a kid and I was reading Doom Patrol before Grant Morrison came on as a writer, right? I was reading it steady, mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, it was kind of like they were more like an X-Men type of crew then, you know, with whatever. He comes on, I read two issues and was like, nah, B, I'm good. You know, it was, it was just out of control you know it was some of the most mind-blowing stuff you'll ever read in a comic book there's a big compilation of it if you want to pick it up it's really worth buying i've read a lot of it since then but as a kid i just could not handle it because it was just way too ill and the mm. show is doing all of that and more and i'm loving it if if y'all haven't you know i i wouldn't I mean, at this point, I think DC, um, DC Universe is probably worth paying for. Like, there's three solid shows because Young Justice. I'm saying a lot from yeah, you. Yeah, Young wow. Justice was dope. Titans is dope. Doom Patrol is dope. Wow. I'm really hyped. They got Swamp Thing coming next. And then later on this year, they're dropping an animated Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy series done by Bruce Timm, who did the original Batman series. So that's like, wow, so you that's like five wow, for so five. Not Wow, so not young Amazon Fire Stick like you're telling people I go mean, ahead and actually you buy. You know, young Amazon Fire Stick is always an option. You know, I, I, <laughs> you know, I will never deny people you know, their rights here, but I would also say that mm. they, I think by the end of the year they got five for five, and you could also read like a bunch of their comics through the app. So yeah, I, don't, I, I mean they're they're doing well. I will say that they like once again DC always does well on TV. You know their movies. You know, they're getting better. Getting a lot better. I've heard great things about Shazam. But no, as far as Doom Patrol, that's one of the illest joints out. And it's just hilarious. There's a talking cockroach who is constantly predicting the end of the world. Of course yeah. it is. Well, well, Ben, you get that uh, that DC Unlimited uh, thing and share your login with me, no okay? Doubt. Right after All I right. stop using, you know, young, you know. Yep. <laughs> Young Amazon Fire Stick. Um, I actually like this question a lot. This is, comes from Picture Me Roland. They write, how does Charles Xavier fund his school? I mean, he lives in a world where people hate mutants, so I don't imagine it to be a lot of donations coming in. You think he's out there taking loans from a bank and then wiping minds away or something more sinister involving life insurance, useless mutants, and the danger room? Wow. Very good question. dark turn. So, I mean, wiping um, minds hey, first of all, we call him a white devil not too long ago. So yeah, I would many put many above don't him. know the uh, secret origin of Charles Xavier and where his funds come from. Uh oh, um, break it down. So yeah, I ain't a snitch. Let's put that out there. First <laughs> of all, uh, I thought you were about to reference information. The comic book. <laughs> information that has found its way to me allegedly somewhere in Westchester. There's a uh, a string of laundromats and he owns these laundromats and ironically all this money gets funded in it's like as if the laundromats are very successful you know i, I don't know i don't know why it, it almost feels like they do a lot of washing there if you know what i mean <laughs> so you know that along with um the construction companies westchester there's a lot of things that goes on 
in that part of New York that a lot of people aren't privy to. Would you say that Charles Xavier is in the import and exporting business? Yes, I would say I would say <laughs> when you ask him what he does for a living, he just looks at you and you say heard you and you keep it moving. Wow. He might do waste management at some points. Right, right. Yeah. At some point, he might own a restaurant or two. Waste management, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. You know. Okay. Olive oil business. <laughs> Does a lot of money, folks. There's a lot of money in olive oil. <laughs> no, and I wouldn't be surprised if he used um, a parlor trick or two. <laughs> parlor. And all of a sudden, he got subsidies from New York State. That's why the MTA ain't get fixed in 45 years because Charles Xavier been using the money to fund his school. <laughs> Charles Xavier is probably the reason why Dolan won't sell the Knicks. This probably is. He probably, he probably is Dolan. Knicks. Yeah, he probably got money in the Knicks. James, Do- James Dolan sends money randomly to places that they can't track, and it's actually Charles <laughs> Xavier's school for the gifted. <laughs> but I really like the uh, more sinister involving life insurance uses mutants and the danger room. That is, you know... Ugh. That's dark and right up my alley. I mean, you don't be hearing from them, so I mean... Shout out to, uh, what's my man's? Um, Darwin. Yeah, shout out to Darwin. Oh, yeah. shit. When Wolverine I sleeps, really, he shaves off little you know, pieces of adamantium and sells it on the black market. <laughs> Yo, honestly, just off GP, they just need to bring back Darwin, because that's fucked nah, he up gotta come they back. To him. They will never bring back Darwin, folks. Why not? They That's fucked because up. Why, why wouldn't they? That doesn't have to be the same guy. They just need to bring back that no, character. That's, why not? It, that, that will all, because that would be admitting the mistake, you know, and they're not going to, they won't. They're going to bring back the rest. Who, they, who's, who's admitting a mistake? Uh, Fox don't own it know, no but more. They, it, but Dar- we, all right, come on. Before that movie, who's that was a mistake? Darwin's biggest moment ever. <laughs> My point. <laughs> no, but that's the point. Nobody is, is itching for a Darwin solo film. Nobody was itching for Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't know. First of all, I didn't say nothing about no damn solo film. Let's back the fuck up. I just said let him come back. Let him come through. Let him do a Jubilee type cameo. Hey, like, don't. bring Darwin back and make him a white dude. Speaking of, I really would like to see more Jubilee, but. Um, Jubilation no. Lee, baby. Jubilation Lee. Maybe that's just me, um, but. Um, I need vampire Jubilee. And, and also, I need them to do Rogue right. I'm tired. Tied. I'm tied with but Bleach. But see, that, that goes to the thing. So that means you're going to have a ruined Carol Danvers life? Because that is what... That's going to happen regardless. No, you just do a different, an alternate storyline. You don't We're... have to have her do that. You don't okay. have to. Okay, I, get... I would actually love to see her ruin Carol's life. <laughs> but that's like a big part of Rogue, where she gets the invulnerability and the super That's a huge part of Rogue, and that's what I'm used to because yeah. of Fox Kids. Yeah, so, you know, Fox Kids inver- is the cartoon. the flying, you know, super strong Rogue. That's the Rogue yeah. I Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a problem. Um, we'll we'll get there, but um, congratulations, Marvel. But anyway, um, my favorite type. Um, I have I have maybe two okay. more. Okay. Well, we'll really, real quick before you go, um, hold your head to whoever is going to lose any jobs as a result of this merger. I know there's going to be a lot mm. of efficiencies mm. and consolidation. So while yes. we're all happy that you know the MCU properties are coming home, I hope that any anybody who's having to deal with the ramifications of that merger, because this is just what capitalism is. This is what business is. It's not being complacent. It's not being accepting. It's just being pragmatic. I hope y'all can find your footing and get get a job somewhere anywhere in the field or any field you choose because getting laid off stinks word and also like i said this since the moment this has been announced while i'm happy for all this too it's also wild crazy that disney now owns damn near everything when it comes to entertainment and it's just the ramifications of that are gonna be felt for years to come and some will be good and some will be you know we'll have to see what happens And that was very thoughtful of you, Jeff. That's that's the part that always gets forgotten and left behind. Mm-hmm. The people who get left behind when these big deals Word. happen. So I mean, we know a lot of these definitely. people. Like, you know, all the publicists. Yeah. Around, they, you know, it's a top to bottom deal here. So. Yeah. So we're looking out for you guys as well. Um, the next question comes from Statica Shakur, a.k.a. Tuxedo Flask, a.k.a. Daredeviled Eggs, a.k.a. Arcambendroid. You were doing well. <laughs> start. Well, first of all, Be- uh, Jeff and I had Arkham Binge. We- we've heard that it, one. It before, started but, amazing. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I liked it. Uh, they have two Arcan very different Android. questions. Arc and Bendroid. Nicki yeah, Minaj? That's, that's All right. Um, two very different <laughs> questions. Y'all are harsh. That's tough room. Tough room. Sheesh. I told you I didn't mind it, but anyway. <laughs> Arc and Bendroid. What songs? I'm never going to get that out of my head. Speaking, of, speaking of music, speaking of music, what songs put you in a booty popping mood, makes you want to whine no matter where you are? Uh, y'all have any right away? I have tons. I have that ass playlists worth. I, I'm, uh, popping mm, mm, I'm popping mm, it right away. Mm, 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 <laughs> mm, mm. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Anything. Girl, you're working with some ash shit. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cash money records heavy and over. <laughs> um, well, clearly that. Anything. Back that ass up no matter anything what. Anything making the stallion. Yes, anything making the stallion. I was actually going to say Big Old Freak is my fave from her right now. From making the stallion. Anything from making the stallion. Um, yeah. Yearning by Seven Streeter. Love. Um, I also love Seven. Um, I don't know y'all know this, but Might Be. It's a song called Might Be by DJ Luke Nasty. Mm. Um, all these songs are actually really good oh, skate songs. Oh, that's bet. my joint. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that stuff. If you're talking about booty popping, body rolling, yeah. all that stuff, I'm with it. Yeah. Um, the internet got a couple joints on that. Oh, oh yes. Uh, look What You've Done and yes. uh, Come Together, I think the other one is. And then... Um, uh, is it Sid or the internet on the on the last album on Ego Tripper where it starts off? Nah, she wanna fuck with me. That ooh, ooh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like booty popping to or twerking if you are using a different colloquial. Um, City nonstop. girls, yeah, nonstop by Drake. City girls, anything city girls, anything from New Orleans. I grew up in Houston, so I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a old bounce music. You know, any any bounce music, it's on any bounce music from from now from old to new i'm this girl yeah. if you're just talking about like just dancing really 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 fast and being extra to the max by dj Khaled is a really good one mm. also featuring drake what do you call it we used to be like that's a lot for turn up was uh but that was like when i was really popping a lot of bottles was um uh, it's me, snitches. The, oh, that yeah, the Lil Wayne joint. Oh man, yeah, that was yeah. Sitting in my beba. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wizard on Batman. Oh, on Batman. Girls are sweet. I've thrown a bottle of champagne in the air to that song. Like I have done wild. You threw a bottle of champagne in the air. You know, like he's so sweet, Mickey. Oh, I thought you said you threw it. No, I like flipped it in my hand though. You know, I think it was open. Like yeah, wow, that song. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've had stupid times. Um, this is clearly the musical episode mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> for Old Nerds yeah. this year. DJ Ben, I um, the last you know, for any mixes you want, go get them. Yes. Yep. Always. Always. The last question comes from our good sir, Eliel Lucero, a.k.a. Rocks and Rocks Off. <laughs> that was amazing. Wow. Wow. Yeah, see that? You start wow. and finish. One, you know? Yeah. Rocks on, rocks, rocks off. off. Pause. <laughs> oh, I'm a grown ass man. I ain't pausing shit. Y'all, y'all accept my language for what it is. I'm just saying, uh, grow up, grow up. On and your rocks off. Don't be nasty. The question is, okay, Thank you. I'm Thank just you, gonna just keep King. going. The I. question is, I, Tatiana King, will ask this question. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, look on my IG or Twitter for a story that I wrote once upon a time. I, Ben, I mean, I'm over here being childish. I, it, it's yeah. the greatest story I think I've ever read. <laughs> bananas. Tell me banana. It's, yo, it's a, it's, depo- it's a vintage. It's a deposition. That's what it it's is. It's a vintage story that I wrote once upon a time. So you need to read it. But anyway, the question goes, hey, fam, I have an election question. Other countries are using single transferable vote system, which is a ranking system. So instead of voting for one person, you get a first, second and third choice. So even if your first choice doesn't have enough overall votes to win, your second choice gets your vote with everything and th- with everyone and their mamas running for presidents on the democratic side i'd love to be able to use the system however that's also how the oscars vote so maybe there wasn't a clear consensus on who should get best picture and that's why green book may have made it where it made it um how do you feel about the u.s election system 
And will you be happy with a green book president, <laughs> which would be a president who nobody really loves and nobody really hates all that much? Wow. Mm. I think that's most presidents. So I think green book president is pretty much, you know, most presidents, nobody really loved and nobody really hated that much. Right. I mean, I don't know what system we should be using, but I know what system we need to get rid of. The Electoral College. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It, uh, it's, I'm good with one vote, one person, one vote, popular I, vote, most votes win. Me too. We do that in everywhere else for the majority of things we do. That's what it is. Most votes, you win. Yep. And you take away swing states. You take away only campaigning in a certain amount of states because every other state is a foregone conclusion where electorally their votes are going to count. Um, I thought it was a great point that Elizabeth Warren made where she was in Jackson, Mississippi. When's the last Obama wasn't going to no damn Jackson, Mississippi for what, for what? Right. But if you really had to campaign and go to see more like twice the the campaign stops that you had where you really got to speak to the people in each state mm-hmm. yo that your vote would count and it's not like um you know i, I saw arguments before about how it's only going to be the most highly populated areas and um Big coincidence that those areas are usually the most diverse that people have an ob- uh, objection to. But, um, you know, that's the way our country is going and that's what it should be carrying anyway. So I just think I, I do think the archaic nature of what the Electoral College stood for no longer applies. I mean, it that- no longer applies. And no one can give me a valid reason why we should keep this um antiquated system in place i'll give you the valid reason why people want to keep it in place is because electoral college was put in place you know to keep slavery and white supremacy effective like to keep the fact that you had people in rural areas being mainly white etc etc that's where you know you had to get them some power because there were everyone else was moving to the city so you had to counteract that and that's why as much as i love what elizabeth warren said and i would love to see it i think that's trying to take some it ain't going to be her because you know elizabeth warren is going to get ran up out of here because of our other politics so it's going to take somebody else like bernie or someone who's really going to probably push the you know democratic party or whatever party they go to and actually win presidency because it's going to take somebody in the presidency you're going to have to win to make that change you're not going to be able to make that change before you win so that yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if we should hold our our um breaths about birdie but yeah i don't want to take i don't want to take this down the road that it don't need to go no but i just say that that's like with any system it's going to take a minute to completely dismantle because even quote unquote allies have a vested interest in the electoral college word word Mm -hmm. up yeah word up makes it a lot easier on everybody if you got the money to you know campaign and play in that game so yeah. That's what I love about four owners. We could talk about politics and get real intelligent with y'all. We also could talk about booty popping and we can also talk about X-Men. That's what we do. Yeah. And people yeah. are natural losers anyway. They don't want something where it's one for one. So it's like, uh, I need whatever um, leverage that I can as mm-hmm. possible. But you also, know, oh, the last thing I want to say, like Jeff said, we don't want to go too far down this hole. But I will say, pay attention to what people are saying. You know, really do your due diligence on all these candidates. Like we always say on the show, make sure you pay attention to your local politics because that's just as important, if not more important than whoever does win the presidency. Because as we've seen, even with this, the worst of the worst being the president right now, because of congressmen and senators and congresswomen, everything and whatever, being at a, you know, combat this dude and people even in smaller offices than that, like the EPA, et cetera, being like, yo, fuck this guy. We're still going to do the work and the research we need to do. So that's why you have to pay attention to all, you know, every ballot you can vote in and do it. Word. Facts. And that being said, if you have a question for us at For All Nerds, whether it be about movies, gaming, TV, Marvel, Fox, and everything in between, hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com. In addition, you can hit us up over the interwebs on our socials at For All Nerds. Or what else can you do? You can actually subscribe to our Patreon because if you hit a certain tier, you are guaranteed to have your question 
both asked and answered on the show maybe not by all four members but it will absolutely be <laughs> asked on the show uh and also make sure that you are following us at tatiana king at jeff j says and at dj benhamin word up and before we get out of here tonight you know real quick gotta do a little comic psychotic little light one this week because you know the reading has been light I do want to shout out everyone who has been using the hashtag comics I copped, you know, been using it on Twitter, on Instagram, on all those social medias, showing off what you copped. I see the love for the powers of a girl book, and I'm so happy to see that because that is one of our most highly recommended books in a minute, and everybody is talking about it. So that's really, really dope to see. Um, I also, as always, want to shout out what I'm reading right now. You know, Wicked and Divine is coming to an end. I'm always talking about it. It's one of the best. Also by Kieran Gillen, his new book, Die, is now on its fourth issue, and I'm really loving it. If you're into role-playing games, if you're into fantasy worlds of any nature, like Game of Thrones or Tolkien, you know, Lord of the Rings, whatever, I'd highly recommend it. It's a great book with absolutely beautiful art and damn it i do not have her name offhand i want to say it's elizabeth hands but uh give me a second and i'll let you know but that's what i'm reading right now very dope oh stephanie hands yeah stephanie hands and karen gillen die by image comics and the fourth issue is out i think last week yep really dope series very dope they did a lord of the rings reference issue in issue three that has one of the best last pages and last lines in a comic that I've read in a long time. And just such an ill send-up of Tolkien and the whole Lord of the Rings, you know, genre and everything that goes in with it. It was very ill. So, dope. Thank you very much, Ben-Ami. Yep. Oh, and also, I just want to make sure that y'all remember, because I feel like I, y'all, a lot of y'all not listening, so I have to make sure I say this again. Subscribe! to for all nerds on every single damn platform i am dead ass also make sure you are following our other shows we have an all anime show outlaw bars we have a all everything game of thrones podcast it's called castle black and yes we have those twitter accounts too outlaw bars pod and castle black pod so if you're interested in any of those fandoms please make sure you're hitting us up and in order to listen to those shows you have to be subscribed to for all nerds google that you can find us everywhere you listen to your podcast Fan Bros. Fan Bros. Fan Bros. Fan Bros. Fan Bros.